Hi, everyone. I'm Kamisha Lucier, Senior Pastor of A Day of Prayer. You're listening to Live in the Messiah's Love. We're so glad you could join us today. My husband, John, who is also Senior Pastor of A Day of Prayer, is here with me again. And we're continuing to discuss uh, prophetic intercession, interceding or praying for your children before trouble arises. And this episode, we're talking about... Um, the def- definition of prophetic intercession and how to tap into it. Um, the last podcast, we went more into the detail of what it means. And today we're going to talk about how do we tap into it? What do we need to get started? Um, before we get into that, I just want to read our scriptures that we were looking at. Uh, Proverbs 22, verse 3 in the Passion Translation. It says, A prudent person with insight foresees danger coming and prepares himself for it, but the senseless rush blindly forward and suffer the consequences. And Proverbs 27, verse 12, also the Passion Translation. A wise, shrewd person discerns the danger ahead and prepares himself, but the naive simpleton never looks ahead and suffers the consequences. Well, we know that God does not want his children to be naive, and he neither wants us to be unprepared or unfruitful. So he's given us tools, he's given us equipment, and we need to know how to use it so that we can be successful and protect the treasures that he's placed in our care. And that would be first our children um, amongst people and marriage and things of that nature as well. But we're talking about kids today. So, Amen. Yes. Thank you for being here, honey. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I enjoy this. And, and in those verses, what you said was, was key. Um, a wise and prudent person, right? Amen. Well, who is wise but the Lord? Amen. And Who alone is wise. <laughs> right, exactly. Amen. And in that, there's also the element and aspect of bring, bridging the gap between the, the previous episode was we cannot, no one, it is impossible to prophesy or to intercede prophetically without the Holy Spirit operating. Not just living and dwelling in us, Mm-hmm. but also his hand being upon us, Amen. right? Because there, that is the empowering to do or to fulfill all the things that he's given us to do. He leads us into all the truth, right? All truth. Yes. He alone is, Amen. as we said, is wise. So, Amen. and the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. Amen. And you don't have to be a prophet you know, standing in the office of prophet or have a prophetic ministry to have prophetic, um, to have access to the prophetic um, for your intercession, for your prayer life. That's available to every believer who receives the Lord and uh, the Lord Jesus as their savior, because Holy Spirit does come to dwell in us. And then he also provides to us the baptism of the Holy, baptism of the Holy Spirit or infilling of the Holy Spirit to endue us with power to be able to carry out the ministry that he has for us. Absolutely. And, and, what is this? It is literally being conformed to the image of God. Mm-hmm. And how do we know that? Hebrews 7.25 says this. Consequently, he is able to save to the utmost those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. Amen. Amen. Literally talking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Glory to God. That's what he does. And, and part of his role as... Uh, I'll say, our God and our great and high priest. Amen. Amen. It's intercession is his way. And that, that just means having consistent prayer for someone else for their benefit and their blessing. That's it. And prophetic is accessing information that's beyond your natural senses, the five senses, sight, 
hearing, smell, taste, and touch. Mm -hmm. So that comes from the Lord. And we understand that unbelievers try to go into ungodly things. And, you know, there's some that go into the occult and all that stuff, trying to find out what's going to happen in the future. But you have the Lord and Savior in his fullness living on the inside of you if you're a believer. If you have not received Jesus, now is a really good time because the adversary has is attacking the children. That's always been his plan. You think about what he did in Egypt, cutting the children out of the wombs of the Jewish mothers before they were able to bear children, mm -hmm. um, give birth to the children, and then killing the ones that were two years old and under, that happening again in the time that Jesus was born, them killing the children two years and under in search of trying to um, snuff out the Messiah. And, and, and don't stop there. Also receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. That is a free gift from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it opens up so many other gifts and the fruit of the Holy Spirit in your life. Amen. And, you know, for the believers that haven't yet received the Holy Spirit, you will st still see evidence that the Lord is dwelling in you as a part of the new birth. That's where the fruit of the Spirit, the kindness, um, joy, peace, love, that comes out of there. But the other things, I'll, I'll call them the super gifts as the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, um, prophecy, mm -hmm. uh, interpretation, uh, tongues and interpretation of tongues, faith or miracles, um, and the discerning of spirits that comes from the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is available to all. Um, if you're just a child of it. God, you can be baptized and just, in the Holy Spirit. Yep. And just ask him, Father, According to your word, this is something that's available to me. Baptize me in your Holy Spirit and Amen. receive it. And then believe that you receive just like you did with salvation and begin to open your mouth. And the sign that you have been baptized in the Holy Spirit is speaking with other tongues, which is available to us as well. Um, so as we're talking about your children and praying for them, we have to tap into the access that we've been granted. And we do that by asking the Holy Spirit to guide us. And he guides us by inward witness a lot of times. But when we have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that guidance gets much more fine-tuned and in-depth. And it's not something we should ignore because Jesus stressed to his disciples, don't leave until you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, even though they had mm -hmm. already received the infilling when they believed on Jesus as Lord and Savior. At the new birth, they already had the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, I mean. Yes, indwelling. Thanks. And then... He said, don't leave until you have the infilling, which is also the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So um, let all of your concerns pass before Jesus to hear what he would declare to you as a root cause or the solution to your troubles or the answer to your desires. It's important that we ask God for his perspective, that we listen to what he has to say to us, and then we obey the instruction and the guidance that he gives us. So Jesus is the last Adam. And as with the first Adam, God brought everything, all the animals before the first Adam to see what he would call them. Mm -hmm. So likewise, we have the one that's the Lord Jesus, who has all power and authority in his hands. And whatever he says is the problem, right? This causing the, the trouble that we're seeing, or is the answer to our, our question that we're asking our petition, we know, and we can have confidence that he's right. That's why we go to him. So prophetic intercession highly focuses on getting God's perspective on the situation and continuing to press in through prayer to hear from him what he would say and then ask him according to what he tells us the answer is and then doing also doing um, in the natural what needs to be done to coincide with that. Mm -hmm. So again, in 
John chapter 16, Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will take what belongs to him and declare it unto us. We, um, you read to us in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25, that we have an intercessor. Um, therefore, he is a- also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. So that means God mm-hmm. wants your children to succeed more than you do. <laughs> Amen. Can we say amen to that? Hallelujah. (laughs) He wants them to be safe. He wants them to be unmolested by the world. He wants them to be preserved more than you ever could. And he loves his love for them far outweighs your own. So since that's the truth and the case, it only makes sense to go, God, what do you say about this? And hear what he has to say and then follow, follow his guidance. We have the one who knows all the secrets of all times living inside of us as children of God. And we have to tap into his knowledge. We have to ask him for his knowledge and his wisdom by request on how to pray for our kids, how to govern our children, how to guide our kids, and then ask him to tell or show us what he wants us to know. I mean, that's, we have different things happening here. We have the protection aspect, but there's also the upbringing aspect. How do we cultivate these kids? How do we guide them to where you want them to be? What's their destiny before you, Lord? And cultivating that, not to mention raising disciples in Christ. None of this do we know in our own strength. It's an impossibility. <laughs> That's right. But, but let's also look at this, right? And, and we'll tie this back to, to Adam. How did Jesus conduct his life and ministry on earth? In the same way, he did nothing without being led by the Spirit, right? It wasn't about what people said the issue was. Mm-hmm. Or what they thought. Or what they thought, even mm-hmm. though they expressed that to him. He sought the Lord, his, his Heavenly Father, and received the answer from the Holy Spirit. And that is the difference maker, because it not only took care of the actual issue, right? Whether it was... Um, they needed deliverance and demons were driven out or they mm-hmm. needed healing or whatever mm-hmm. the case was, right? Or they just needed to be encouraged and built up in the Lord. Mm-hmm. He received the answer and it took care of their spirit, soul, and body. Amen. And he can't, or this is Isaiah eleven three, right? Mm-hmm. His delight is in the fear of the Lord or the reverence of the Lord. And he will not, he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. Amen. He did nothing without except by what the father said mm-hmm. to say and did what the father did which he received from the holy spirit and that made all the difference in his ministry and why he received answers to every prayer and issue and so and was the solution amen you saw the evidence you saw the fruit uh, if you will of the how he approached it as a as compared to how many, you and I included, right? When, Amen. When, before the Lord taught us these things. Amen. There's a difference. And, and the difference is especially made manifest in the results. Amen to that. Um, Jesus deals with the root. So like when we face a problem, he provides the actual answer and the solution. Humans, we often only see the leaves or the fruit and we try to go for that and we, we weary ourselves and wear ourselves out doing that and we never deal with the real situation. But Jesus always speaks to the, the real situation. And as you said, my love, he all, also brings with it restoration and um, satisfaction to the entire being, mm-hmm. uh, spirit, soul, and body. He takes care of all of it. He is a complete and thorough God, which is why it's so important that we don't depend on our natural senses 
but we depend on the Lord. And, um, you know, even with that, God has already given us for knowledge and understand, understanding. This is prudence showing us here again. We already know that there are certain life events and potential challenges that just come as a part of life. And that's called, you know, uh, the, the scripture references that being trouble that's common to man. You know, when, you're, when your body okay. starts going through puberty, there are challenges associated with that. We know that there is sin in the world and um, the sin produces death. So there's strain and struggle that happens in the life of every human being, but we can bring those challenges, those topics before our heavenly father and get his divine instruction um, from, and let the Holy spirit inspire our prayers so that we continue to build that foundation that we need for our children. But we also build our awareness and our bond with God during our times of prayer. And then we, can see from him areas that we don't necessarily have perspective of and that we might be missing, but he knows because he is our great intercessor. He is the one who's looking out for everything and building our reliance upon that, not to mention our faith in God. While it's um, easy to do by that, I mean, there's not great emergency that has arisen. There's not strain that's happening or um, intensity mm. and our emotions are under control and the environment is a, it's a, a safe and easy environment. Um, letting that be our time that we cultivate these habits of going, Father, what do you say about this? Jesus, here's my child needs to be potty trained. What do you say about this? I actually, I've had, I have that testimony. The Lord potty trained our youngest son <laughs> because I asked him to. And Amen. I'll have to share sometime what that was like. But literally, I had been trying to potty train this boy and he would not do it. But when I said, God, that's your son. You take care of this. And I gave Holy Spirit opportunity to intervene. I literally watched that young man walk down some stairs as, as like around a two-ish year old, go to the bathroom by himself, shut the door, get on the potty, flush and do everything else, wash his hands and come out. And I was nowhere around when I had been struggling for some time to try to get him just to do that. And my mouth was open because... <laughs> and by nowhere around, you, you mean... Trying to get him to use I the wasn't restroom. pulling on him. I didn't say, hey, let's exactly. go sit on the potty. You know, this is child number four that I'm talking about. So had some experience with potty training, but mm -hmm. he just would not do it. But God was able to get that done. And I never looked back. We never had to <laughs> deal with that again. And I'm, I'm amazed. And I'm saying that because he's got all the answers. We're just about out of time for today. Thank you so much for being with us. If you have a moment, please like this episode, um, subscribe to this channel and share it on your social media. I greatly thank you and appreciate that blessing from, from you to me. And I hope that you're being blessed by the word today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Mm -hmm.